Hello, I'm Paul Kitkat. And I'm Chalice Croke. This is the next podcast in our series, 168 Things We've Learned About Creative Marketing and We Think You'll Find Useful to Know. We're recording these in our home studios, so we are socially distant, but mentally present. Uh, please excuse any stray noises you might hear, given the setup that we're using, or any oddness in the sound quality. Okay, enjoy the podcast. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Chalice. How are you? I'm very well. How are you today? Very well, thanks. Good. So what are we going to talk about today, then? Okay, so today, this is uh, the podcast today is really about leadership. And the heading of the podcast is, just because you've been asked a question doesn't mean you have to answer. Interesting. So where does this stem from? Well, it's something that, it was an insight that came to me uh, after I'd been promoted to be uh, executive creative director, um, there hadn't been one in the agency that I was at for an, for some months, and of course, what had happened was a pent up load of demand was being held behind a dam like water, and the minute there was an ECD to ask questions of, the dam burst, and all these questions came at me, mainly from some from the creators, but mainly from the suits. Mm. So all these things that they'd wanted to have dealt with. Just offloaded onto you instantly. Yeah, so there's almost a queue. In fact, there literally was a queue at one point of people mm. outside the office coming in to ask me questions. Right. And of course, I, I hadn't, I hadn't done this job before. I did. First of all, I didn't know the answers because I, I wasn't familiar with all the business in the agency. And secondly, I was a complete novice. So again, I didn't know the answers. And, uh, but I felt like I had to answer everything that I was being asked. And the re- result of that was my head filled up very quickly with a load of stuff, other people's worries and concerns, all important. I'm not dismissing any of it. But my head became so full that I realised one day that I'd forgotten my mother's telephone number, uh, which is an amazing thing to do. Now Now that we rely on our mobile phones, we don't remember phone numbers anyway. We just press a button and it's done. Mm. But at that time, that wasn't the case. And your mother's phone number, if if, there, if you remembered one number apart from your own, it would be your mum's, right? Yeah, and they're all in our head, right? They're all in our head. Anyway, yeah. I'd been driven out by all these other things, and I thought, shit, this is bad. I mean, how bad is it when you've got so much stuff being thrown at you that has driven out a fundamental piece of knowledge? It's like, next I'll forget my own name. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'm going to have to deal with it. And I, I, I went away to think about it on my own, and... I realised that the problem was this, that I felt every time I was asked a question that I had to give an answer because we're trained to do that uh, Mm. as kids at school, everywhere else. You get asked a question, you've got to answer. Mm. And in business it's the same because we're perceived as being questions in order to provide a solution. Yeah, absolutely. But the fact is you don't have to provide an answer and in, in many ways you're better off if you don't. And... At the time, there was an article published in the Harvard Business Review which talked about monkeys. And people may have heard this article. It became very famous. And the idea was that in business, and in life, actually, people come to you and they've got a monkey on their back. And what they're going to try and do is put it on your back so it becomes your monkey and you've got to deal with it. And then like you... the hot potato. So they've given you the hot potato. Yeah. Right. And the monkey's got to be fed and looked after until you can either deal with it or give it to someone else. And we all know from 
you know, life in an office that a huge amount of time is devoted to passing monkeys around. Yes. Right? Yeah. You've been tagged. Yeah. Um, and in a way, these questions that I'm talking about are, are like every one of them is a monkey that someone's sticking on your back. And right. you eventually get overwhelmed. So the answer to the problem is don't... The answer is don't answer. You've been asked a question. You've got a number of ways you can deal with it. Answer it if you've got an answer. Do not make up an answer. The worst thing you can do, and that's the temptation we all fall into, because we work in a business where everyone's very talkative and quick on their feet and everything else. And solution orientated. That is a way to put it, definitely. Yeah. And you, so your your instinct is, if I don't know the answer, I'll make one up. Disaster. <laughs> yes. Because you're then stuck with it. And you're in a leadership position. So whatever the answer was that you gave, that's now become the truth, even though it wasn't. And you've got to go through with it. Whatever the solution was that you proposed, you've got to go through with it, even though you just made it up on the fly and it's probably a terrible idea. And sometimes you don't know the answer to making this up because no. you, it was a shoddy answer in the first place. Exactly. Right? You've given a crap answer. Now you're in a crap solution. You've got to do a crappy <laughs> thing. And there's no way out without loss of face. I and see. Dreadful. You know, actually better to retreat quickly from that situation but better still don't get in it do not make up an answer yeah you can always say you know what i don't know but i'll yeah, find out and i'll get back to you that's one way to deal with it yeah. but there are other ways and i want there are and in fact good leaders mm. um are if you like trained to not be put on the spot and i um had very good training from a brilliant leader, somebody called Jeremy Shaw. Yes. And um, I would frequently go to Jeremy with things that I wanted to discuss. But if you like, there are also monkeys or mm. hot potatoes. Yeah. And um, given my personality, Jeremy always knew that I had a solution. What I wanted to do was, if you like, sound out the solution. But he would often use delaying tactics along the lines of, hmm, tell me what you think about that. And what he was actually doing was not providing a solution, but not taking on the monkey. Or mm. he would say things like, let me have a think and let me get back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Or he'd say, I just don't know. What are you thinking? Mm. So quite early on, I was um, trained in the art of um, taking a step back and not answering the question. Yes. And also making sure that if you give an answer, it's sought through. Yes. Yeah. And I think um, absolutely there are questions which you can answer very quickly and you must answer because it keeps things moving. Mm. But fundamentally, it's much better, it's much safer to take a step back and accept that you shouldn't answer if you don't know the answer. And don't be shy to admit it. Ask for time. Buy yourself some time. Yeah. 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 Jeremy was the master of that. I remember, and uh, you can imagine, it, it, picture if you will, the kind of meetings we used to have when we first started working together. I'd arrived at this conclusion myself about not having to give an answer to every question. Mm. He'd obviously arrived at it himself too. So when we first started working together, we were <laughs> figure, going around the houses to figure out who might end up with the monkey. Um, yeah. Because we were both good at it at that point, and yeah. but but what but actually, what the best thing about that was we learned to trust each other. Yeah. Because he never made up a bullshit answer. Yeah. So I trusted him. Yeah. And Absolutely. I was, and I was right to. Yeah. 
And I've had um, situations where people that have worked for me or with me have come to me with um, salute with things that needed solutions, mm. and it, I automatically knew that they knew the answer. So I would kind of give them, um, if you like, give them the problem back and give them the opportunity to think about it and go away and solve it themselves. And it is, it's a great learning if you can um, embrace it and know when to when to use it. Have you got any good examples, Paul, yeah, of when to, uh, you have... to use it? Oh yeah, loads of times. I mean, once I fig- figured it out, I, I found. I mean, I was not being evasive. I just used to um, be honest about what I did and didn't know, and I would ask to, ask people to discuss solutions. But I had a guy who worked for me who was he had loads of ideas. He's really creative character, but he would quite often come along with ideas that were really not fully cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember him walking into my office one day, and he 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 said, "I've got three things I want to talk to you about," and he had basically three different ideas all of them good ideas but really not sorted out okay. right so three monkeys three monkeys and I th- yeah exactly <laughs> and I talked to, I talked to him about all of them and then I, I basically gently handed each one back to him and in turn and said can you why don't you um go away and think about this and this and this to do with that and it, for each one of them I did that and he kind of and it was a nice conversation I really liked him he was a lovely guy and as he left the room, I remember him kind of poking his head back through the door and he said, you just gave me back all three of my monkeys, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I did. And bring them back to me when they've grown a bit. <laughs> but you yeah. have to do it. You have to do it. And it, the great thing about it is also, so it frees you up. You're not talking bullshit. Nobody thinks you're making shit up, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. But you're also, as we like to say, empowering people. You're delegating. You're giving them responsibility. The yeah. Answer the questions. Come up with ideas. Bring them back to me when they're they work through. And then you know if they're really good, yeah, go and do it. I will back you a hundred percent, and I'll help you if I can. Mm. You know. Mm. But it, yeah, I'm, and then I remembered my mother's phone number. It came back to me because I'd managed to clear my head. <laughs> <laughs> good. So- All right. Paul, what would you say the key takeouts are then? How do you um, apply this day um, to day? Well, it's, there is only one. And it, the takeout is, so, and I've done this when I've promoted someone myself or when someone's left uh, to go and take up a more, you know, a bigger job somewhere else, a management or a leadership role. Mm. I will always say to them, I've, I've only got one piece of advice to give you. And it's this, just because you've been asked a question doesn't mean you have to answer. And quite often they'll be like, what? I wasn't expecting that advice. And I'll say, you wait. You're going to be asked a lot of questions. That is what's going to happen. And remember what I've just told you. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. That's that's the takeout. Just that. Fantastic. Well, thanks again for another brilliant insight, Paul. Well, thank you. Lovely to talk to you again. You too. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. 168 Things We've Learned About Creative Marketing and We Think You'll Find Useful to Know is a series of podcasts created by Paul Kitkat and Chalice Krogh. Production was by William Kitkat, who also wrote the theme music. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe. See you soon. Bye.